You ready? Vancouver's favorite way to wake up. I love their personality. Just, just what I, like. I think it's super funny. Love it. I'm just going to have to undo my pants. And those will all address your range. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most popular morning radio teams in the business. Matt and Drew. Matt Hunter and Drew Savage. You can get arrested for driving nude. Can you really? Yes, of course you can. Oh, note to self. Gary, Sarah Shandley. Matt and Drew. Optimus Prime with Matt and Drew. Producer James Cameron. Hey, Nat. Hey, Drew. How you doing? I'm Sam Smith. You're listening to Nat and Drew. Good morning, Vancouver. I'm Kylie Ray Jepsen, and you're listening to The Nat and Drew Show. Here's Nat and Drew. Joey has returned from Toronto. Yeah, first time I've ever been to Toronto. With some, you know, with some thoughts. Who would have thought that Joey <laughs> has some thoughts? Mm. It just was when I was there and I was exploring the city, I was just very, very proud of Vancouver. I call Vancouver home now. I love the Lower Mainland so much. And I didn't realize how much I actually did love it, how much I appreciated it until I was in Toronto. <laughs> because whenever you talk about the cost of living, how crazy it is, everyone says, well, you know, Toronto's just as bad or Toronto's, you know, the next big one. And so I was like, all right, let's see what all this hype is about. Let's go check <laughs> out the biggest city in the country. Mm-hmm. And yuck. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. So what was it about... Uh, you're not alone. Obviously, there's lots of people that don't like Toronto. Um, uh, what was it about the city itself for you that you didn't like that made you think that Vancouver is so much better? It smelled everywhere. No matter where you were, it smelled bad. The streets, I thought, were filthy and dirty, and there were cigarette butts everywhere. It's one thing that I think actually we've done a good job of in Vancouver is vilifying smokers. <laughs> <laughs> And when I was in Toronto, there was a lot of people smoking. A lot of people smoking on the streets. See, that's weird because I was there just the week before you and I did not notice that. I think maybe you're blind to it. Maybe. I mean, I'm from <laughs> there. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm like, oh, beautiful smokers. Yes. <laughs> and I think beautiful, beautiful you know, garbage. You know, and I think maybe just big city. Maybe that's just what it's like. Because, you know, Vancouver's not the biggest city. No, we're a tiny city. We're a yeah. tiny big city. Like, right, really? We're like not it's... even like, we're not a million people. If you took it like Vancouver, the actual population of Vancouver proper, we're not even tipping a million. Yeah. It's the surrounding area, right? So we're like a, we're like a, Big, a big city. We're like a junior. Yes. <laughs> like we're in the junior section. And I really love that. I, okay, That's yeah. the thing is like being around Vancouver, being downtown Vancouver, I don't find it overwhelming. Like Toronto was loud and busy and I get like it's a big city. I just expected a little more from Toronto because it's Canadian. I thought it would be like big but nice. <laughs> <laughs> like in a like big but small town? Not in a small like, town, big, I guess. Because it was like, yeah, it was busy and loud, and there was a lot of people, way too many people. Mm-hmm. But it also, like, I also found it hard to get around. Like, we we bought the, like, tickets, the, the like, the like the TransLink card, the same, their equivalent. The TTC? So, yeah, so, like, taking the subway was, was pretty good. But even that, like, their subway cars are so long. Like, the trains are so long. And it still was rammed full of people. And I'm like, gross. You want to wonder yourself. Yeah. Like, Did I don't you go like up it. the CN Tower? Did do the CN Tower, yeah. We Wasn't up, that cool? Well, you get up there and you're like, yeah. Here you we are. This the, is, you could see the Great Lakes. Yeah, we could that see we the Toronto Islands. And, you know, yeah. all our Canadian history. No and, mountains. No, like, no. I, don't, I don't think they put that on the brochure. Yeah, no Come ocean. for the mountains. Like, yeah. there's no... <laughs> no, I just, I really was. I just was there being like, I think this is, is a bit overhyped, mm. a little bit. And it just, it really was. I was so proud of Vancouver being in Toronto because yeah. our city is so clean. Like, uh, we have our problems. Don't get me wrong. We have lots of problems. But it just, like, it's clean and nice and it smells not like Toronto. Did you go to a restaurant? 
we went to a couple restaurants and there was nothing there, like... I mean, the food scene's supposed to be amazing in Toronto. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's like, I mean, our food scene is great here. The food scene in Montreal, you know, if somebody if you, meet, if you meet somebody from Montreal, they'll just tell you that Montreal is the best. Like, yes, yeah. Um, but I do think that it is interesting. Like, you really, at, the, at your core, are not a big city person. No, so, like, that really is not going to be for you. Like, I yeah. don't feel like you would, like, go now to New York and love New York. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think the difference, because I was thinking about that too, because I actually really do want to go to New York. Mm-hmm. But I think the big difference is New York has a lot of like cool, like iconic things. Mm-hmm. And Toronto was like the CN Tower. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of it. Well, there, we did the Ripley's Aquarium, which was awful. Yeah, well, that's not really what they're known for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, a, that's a become an attraction for sure, but they're not known for like the aquarium. No. Like, you know. No. Um, theater, restaurant. Yeah, there's a, the the- vibe there's a the huge city. theater Shopping. district. Shopping. Yeah. Yeah, like I and again, like even the shopping, I'm like, yeah, we have all these stores in Vancouver. <laughs> it was like it was just yeah. I again, it was just about being in Toronto and just being like, wow, Vancouver really is something special. Mm-hmm. Like I know that we can get really caught up in it when we're here, yeah. and it's expensive, and there's all these like things that you're like, everything's going wrong. But it really is such a cool place versus mm. Toronto, which I thought was a dump. Okay. <laughs> Big dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't lived there in a long time, so I'm not going to take this like super personally. I'm shocked actually that you've been so quiet. Yeah, you know what? Like, uh, like I, I also know Joey, and I also know that <laughs> like Joey, when it comes to you know, there's a lot of I can't remember where you were. Was not Orlando a dump too? Like I can't. You were somewhere else. Somewhere you were somewhere in California, and it was a dump. <laughs> I just feel like I think I've been more shocked if Joey came back from. Toronto went, oh my god, I absolutely yeah, this is for me. I love this so much. You're waking up with the Nat Andrew show. What if we just Pink and Trustfall, that's her latest on move. If you didn't see it over the weekend, she actually brought her daughter Willow up on stage to sing a song. Um, Willow is 11 years old and it's a really incredible video we will repost on our socials if you have, so you can see it if you haven't. Just and just how proud. She has like such a proud mama moment and just watching the, her young daughter, who's a tween, yeah. just commanding a crowd and just, it, yeah, it was just, it's it really is such a sweet video. Pink's on fire yeah. right now. You get the sense that she's like, yeah, you know what? I'm a, I'm a pop star. I'm a mature woman. I've got this kid that I love and this long-term relationship. I, yeah, I'm, I just think she's the best and I'm enjoying that stuff with her daughter as well. Mm-hmm. It is uh, 8-10, Nat, Aaron, and Joe. Joey, this morning, Drew's ways on holidays. Now, we were going to talk about bears, and we will, but I'm going to move it. We're going to do it in like a little bit, like about 8.30, just about like what you need to do because when bears are breaking into your house now, because that's, <laughs> that's, that's happening on the North Shore. But like right now, I want to continue this conversation that we started before 8 o'clock uh, about Toronto and how Joey thinks it's a dumpster fire. Because he, he went for the first time. Yeah, I was there for the first time, and it just seemed really dirty and smelly and loud and big, and I just was so proud of Vancouver when I was there, because everyone compares the two cities, and I just was like, Toronto's got nothing on Vancouver. So, of course, like a lot of people here, you know, want to hear that. Like, that's yep. great. Like, And there's a, there's a very much, Toronto being the biggest city in the country, there's a very much, I think, generally speaking, an anti-Toronto sentiment from most of the country towards Toronto. That's right. I've never been there, but I hate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going this summer for the first time in Excited. Maybe, but with Joey's <laughs> review, maybe not. <laughs> so lots of messages coming in. Uh, you didn't leave your name, but a text here saying that uh, Joey, New York's my favorite city. Montreal, the best place to shop. Sh- this person loves Toronto, 
lived there for over a decade. Toronto is much friendlier than Vancouver, but I agree, Vancouver is prettier. Oh, interesting. I didn't find that either. I didn't find the people of Toronto that bubbly and friendly. Interesting. Now, it was all under smoke from the, the wildfires, so maybe people were just cranky. There, there, there might have been some <laughs> of that. Um, I, you know, I, I lived in Toronto. I, I, li- I loved living there. I live here now. I love living here. I think... Um, I had such a big friend group there, but also have one here, but maybe because of our jobs. But there's a, there's constantly news stories about how it is harder to make connections in Vancouver than other places because it can be a very insular city. Yes. You know, if you're not, if you have not been like born and bred in Vancouver, like you went to high school and you're still friends with your high school friends and whatever, lots of people say that they come here and it's it's been hard. So yeah. that, that does seem to be a real thing. Uh, Sandra has been standing by at 604-280-1035. Sandra wants to weigh in. Toronto's fine, but I'm from Montreal. And Bank- I've been in Vancouver over 25 years, and Vancouver is amazing. You don't miss Montreal at all? Oh, no. I tell people they could not pay me $1 million to move back to Montreal. <laughs> $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, I don't know. The snow, you know, I can't see the $3 million. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my husband might get involved at this point. <laughs> um, but even, I agree, even the food back east used to be better, but in the last five years, we have totally caught up and probably surpassed. All right, yeah. Well, Joey, uh, you went out to restaurants, and you didn't think they were special either. No, I mean, the food was like whatever, and the, yeah, the whole, and like the patios were just like, Either like rooftop, where you just get to look at the rooftops of other buildings. So not like the view is that great. And it just wasn't, yeah, it was all pretty unexciting. Uh, Lauren says she 100% agrees with you. Then we get a text here from Courtney, BC. Who This person was recently in Vancouver, and Vancouver is too dirty and smelly. Aww. It depends on where you are. Because I bet, like, you know, Courtney to Vancouver, there's a difference, yes, right? Yeah. And um, I love this one. Tell Joey if cities were boyfriends, Vancouver would be most appealing for its looks. On the other hand, Toronto would be a more complex boyfriend and richer and more exciting. (laughs) (laughs) The Nat and Drew Show. Time to go back. It's Nat and Drew's Retro News. Taking a look at pop culture history for this day, June the 12th. 42 years ago, in 1981, this movie was released. Snakes. Why did it have to be a snake? Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first Indiana Jones movie. Wow. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? That movie, do you guys remember it? I mean, it was incredible. It was so funny and so cool, and the special effects at that time were so amazing. Is that now, the one with the rock? Like, yeah. Running. Yeah. Now running it's like, oh, Rumble. that's not, but at the time. Sure. Yeah, of oh. course. Wow. Yeah. And he's still playing Indiana Jones for the final time. Yes, he is. You know, at the age of 80 years old, uh-huh. which is like, that's cool. Like, yeah. that's that's like a cool mm-hmm. ending to that part of the story, though. They're going to c- continue the franchise, is the expectation. Because this time, The Rock actually does get him. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. Because, <laughs> you know, he's 80. Yeah. The, rock, the Rock's been on a vengeful tour <laughs> trying to get Indiana Jones. Uh, on this day, 26 years ago, uh, this guy got married. Snoop Dogg married his high school sweetheart, 
Shantae Taylor. Hmm. And they are still married. Today is their 26th wedding anniversary. So, that, I mean, all that flirtation with Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. all for show. Mm-hmm. All, it's all. Yeah. Who she feels, knew? She feels safe. Yeah. Because she's <laughs> devoted. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. yeah, so she can really let it go. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like out of all the celebrity couples, like you just, you actually, you never hear about, there are not, I mean, to my, to my knowledge anyway, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but you don't really hear the rumors of like Snoop Dogg being a dog. Right. You no, know, like it's right. just like he hangs with Martha Stewart. Yeah. And his wife, Shantae, feels safe with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on this day, J-Lo had the number one song. It was her first single, and it was massive. Number one on this day, June 12th, 1999. It's If You Had My Love in the Retro News. You're listening to The Nat Show. Monday, Monday. It is Monday. We're going to get into it in just a bit. But first, let's just look back on the weekend that was half of it. Not great weather-wise, but yesterday was beautiful. Aaron, how was your weekend? It was the best. It really was. Yesterday, I went down to the beach, took a little water, took a little air, as they say is what I meant. <laughs> took a little air. Took on some water. Took a water. Right? They would take a little air. Isn't that right? And um, it was wonderful. And then on Saturday, I went to see Beautiful, the Carol King story, mm. which for a person of my age who had sisters that were 10 years older it was just amazing to learn her story you know she basically wrote every single pop song that you know like honestly she wrote the locomotion oh i love the locomotion i do too i thought kylie minogue wrote it (laughs) (laughs) i guess i am wrong you brat no it's not kylie minogue it was carol king oh well kylie minogue (laughs) stole her music Uh, Where is it playing? It's playing at the Stanley. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it really is. I mean, it's just fantastic historically to learn. Like, there was a factory that just every song for, like, the Shirelles or the Temptations or any group, uh, the Everly Brothers, right? They Mm -hmm. just wrote these songs. Like, like it was a factory. And then they would just hand them out to the people that they thought could sing them well. It was incredible. And then she went on, of course, to to put together Tapestry in her older, like, in her more mature years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you know, that was the best-selling album by a female solo artist until about 10 years ago. I didn't know that. I also thought that was Kylie Minogue. (laughs) Yeah. Also, thanks a lot. Spoiler alert, I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Have I said too much? Yeah, you've given us the whole story. Uh, What's it called again? Beautiful? Beautiful. All right. Uh, Joey, you? Uh, I was actually in Toronto for the weekend. I'd never been to Toronto before. I was uh, excited to go. And while I was there, it just made me really, really miss Vancouver and be very proud of Vancouver. Wow. Wow. I thought it was dirty and smelly and gross. Would you stay at a dump? <laughs> um, I mean, uh, maybe, but like, yeah, we just, uh, everywhere we went, it was just, I found it, yeah, just a big, dirty city. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, great, because I'm going for the first time in my life this summer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and obviously, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. think, I, I'm not sure, like, it's a big place, okay. so I'm not, so Joey didn't see all of it. Okay. No, no, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I'm not I just sure. happened to see the dirtiest parts yeah. of it. Yeah, where to, can you tell, that what's the name of the street you're staying on? I was on uh, college, and it changes names, and I forget the name of this, the actual street we're on, well, but it's college makes sense, though, area. College, like it's supposed <laughs> to be dirty, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But we did Queen, Queen Street West. We did uh, Front Street, which is right down by the water. Yeah. Beautiful. Like we were kind of all over, and, uh, and yeah, George I was like, no, no, no not, not for me. me. Way too many people. <laughs> Way too many people. That ice also might be it for you. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> it's, it's the it's it is. I was there a few days ago, and it's like I mean, I'm like, wow, there. 
there is a lot of people. We Interesting. Scott and I were sitting out uh, having breakfast one morning at, like, at a coffee shop just outside. And it was just like traffic and busy. He's like, I just love the hustle and bustle. And I was like, I hate it. <laughs> I am miserable. Yeah. Oh, Honking okay. and noise oh, and... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe the most populated city in the country's <laughs> got so many people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not for me. Yeah. What's so great about this? <laughs> uh, and just quickly, I did like a little... Uh, this was really fun, and I think I want to do more of this. Um, a get-together on a Sunday afternoon, because mm-hmm. I hate Sundays. Sundays for me or whatever. Like, I'm never into Sundays. And a friend of mine said, like, why don't you come over for, you know, Sunday lunch and some drinks or whatever. So I just really felt like this might be my new thing, Aww. where on Sundays... I like go to people's houses <laughs> <I do things. laughs> and have yeah. drinks with them and lunch because it just felt like oh there was something to I don't know Sundays for me has always been like ever ever since I was in school I just always felt like like it's, it's basically a weekday yeah, yeah Monday Monday's tomorrow so now I'm sad you know yes. but it was it was I don't know it was just really nice and yesterday the day was like so beautiful you're waking up with the Nat and Drew show move 103.5 relationship experts are out with the list of the worst colors to wear on a first date. Now, they're not too surprising. They are brown, yellow, and black. Okay, well, I, I take uh, huge offense to the black. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say brown. Mm. The, no, and the well, yellow. The, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. The brown is, you know, listen, brown is probably more in right now than it has been in the past as far as, uh, you know, like color palettes to mm-hmm. wear, but, um, but black is just a staple. I don't care if I look like Wednesday Adams. It's what I like and it's what I know. <laughs> now, do you want to get to know me? This is how. This is it. Yeah, but you know what though? Have you not noticed that there's been a huge change? Like it's color. It's color, 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 color. I wore black today and it's like summertime mm-hmm. and you're in purple, so you're better. But I have a lavender on, but I have black bottoms. Oh, <laughs> at least they're not brown. <laughs> I don't have brown bottoms. This is the Nat and Drew Show. With today's best variety. Move 103.5. An incredible story. Uh, an incredible story of survival. I'm sure you've seen this by now. Some more details this morning about the four children that survived for over a month in the Amazon after the plane they were traveling in went down. They are the only survivors of this crash. It was a very small plane. Um, and the military and over 70 indigenous scouts had been looking for them for weeks. The kids' ages, 13, 9, 4, and 1. A baby. They kept the baby alive as well. Their condition is described as um, they were weak, but they're eating in hospital and they're recovering and they're coloring. And, you know, mm-hmm. the eldest child is like, I want to go play some soccer. And like, it's just, it's just amazing. They had, um, they're a part of an indigenous group uh, that belong to an indigenous tribe in Colombia. And they have a lot of knowledge of the jungle. So that really helped sustain them. Uh, but I guess it was cassava flour yes. and fruits. Yes. That they ate to survive, and they would sleep in hollowed-out trees to protect themselves. Wow! From, it's just it's um, it's amazing. I was it was I think that if you were kind of paying attention a couple of weeks ago, they were like they were still searching, right? And I was like, okay, I mean, come on, like they've been missing for two weeks. And the president of Colombia was like, nope, 
They're still alive. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep looking. We believe that they could have survived. And I remember thinking, how in the world would they have survived? Yeah. Yet, you know, now we're learning all these details. And it, it is. It's just the most incredible story of all time. Think about that. Like, they somehow kept that baby alive. Like, in the pictures, there's a baby. I know. The, 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 yeah. Like... I, I, I couldn't be trusted to watch my little sister exactly. for an afternoon. Exactly. Like, that. it's just, uh, it's it really, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it is amazing. And, like, it just, you know, I, I guess at times, because to give you an idea of just how thick the jungle is, and that's the, okay, so it's part of the Amazon, so you kind of get a sense. But they were saying there were times that they are pretty sure that searchers were about 60 meters only from the kids. Yeah. And they just kept missing them. Yeah. And then at one point they recorded, um, like, a, like I was, like one of the, was the grandmother, she had like, oh, she recorded something, something so the military could blast it over the speaker of like, we're, you know, searching for you, don't give up, and blah, blah, blah. And the military dropped food drops in the area hoping to find them as well and just they just kept like kept missing them they had tracking dogs and the jungle is so thick and it's it was you know hard to navigate through and stuff so it just it really is incredible i know and i just yeah it's you know of course it's tragic tragedy but uh on the other side, yeah, it's just unbelievable. Like the, I think the survival story of our times. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And like, I, there's adults I wouldn't trust to watch a one year old baby. Yeah. 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 You know, like it is crazy. Yeah. That is the wild. Because I saw this, the headline of you know four kids. I didn't realize there was a baby. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's just it's it's so impressive. And like, have you guys ever done this where you know you've gone hiking here? It's not the Amazon. I mean, here we can get some. You know, it's pretty rugged. It can get pretty, you know, it's pretty thick in places. People get lost all the time. All the time. All the time. And, like, do you think how long, if you actually got really lost, you know, how long you'd survive? Right. You know? Right. With a power line overhead. Yeah. That's right. right. <laughs> no, but it's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, there was one, to this one, I first moved here, I was hiking near the Capilano, uh, d near the Cleveland Dam. So, Capilano River, Cleveland Dam. It's it's you're you're not in the wilderness there. Like it's it's there's the tourist attraction yeah, right nearby. Right. It's like it's okay. a parking lot. That's a concession. <laughs> and I got off the path or whatever, and I remember having this mini meltdown. Oh. I had like a little freak out, and you're like, help me, <laughs> please, 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 sir, selling the popsicles, help me. <laughs> it, it pretty much was that. There was like some fifteen year old guy walked past me. He's like, the parking lot's right there. <laughs> This is the Nat and Drew Show. Today's best variety. Move 103.5. Is it spider season because it's so warm? I thought spider season was kind of in the fall mm -hmm. when they're coming into your house because outside gets kind of, you know, crappy, so they want to come inside. But Aaron thinks it's spider season now, and maybe you think it's always spider season. No, our house is filled with spiders, and it's spring, of course, right? They're just busy, busy, busy doing their thing, right? Catching, uh, catching insects and, you know, and having babies. That's what they do in the spring. But our house is filled with them, and it's gross, and it's scary. Recently, there was a spider in our house that was so big I think I talked about this earlier. We had to use a vacuum to catch it. Like, we usually catch and release, but this thing was, like, the size of my hand, and we were all screaming, including Steve, my husband. <laughs> like, and we just could not catch it. It was too gross. And we felt bad because we could literally, when we sucked it up, we could hear it going thump, 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 oh, all the oh, way up the thing. Oh. And then and then Charlotte was freaking out because she was like, now we have to open it up and kill him because he's inside there suffering. It was a nightmare. Then, this weekend... 
there was a daddy long legs on the on the wall in our living room and no one flinched and i was like what in the world is going on here? There's a spider. Last week we just about called nine one one. This week no one's no one's freaking out. And Ainsley and Char- Charlotte were like, "There's something about Daddy Long Legs that isn't scary." Agreed. It's the big furry ones that are scary, and Daddy Long Legs are almost cute and fanciful. And then we even went deeper, and we decided that it's the thickness of the spider's legs that defines whether they're disgusting or cute. So the daddy long legs, of course, have little dangly, sweet, spidery legs. And the tarantula that was on our house last week had those big, thick clickers. And that's it for us, really. We can't stand them if they're big and furry and thick-legged. And if, they're, if they've got skinny long legs, no problem. See, I find the ones, the da- like, I, like I, I try to catch and release all of them. And if they're really small, they just stay. Like, I don't yes, care. Yes. Um, but the daddy long legs, I just, I don't find cute. I find they're fragile and they're harder to put in a cup and yes, release. Yes. Like, they're just, but like the, the bigger ones are more like, hey, is it a spider? Is it a gerbil? Who knows? Oh, like, okay. it's like, it's kind of the size. And it's just like, I kind of relate to it more because you can see its eyeballs. You can Ew, just kind of like, yeah. I just, yeah. It's a, can you really catch a huge one and, and oh, yeah. you don't have a problem with that? No, no, okay, no. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. So next time. And I coming. just feel like sucking it up into the vacuum cleaner is just like the idea, like it's going to get stuck. I know. It's just like, Whoa. it was wrong. But I'm telling you, we were screaming. We were terrified. <laughs> Nothing. We could not find. What was it doing? It was crawling all over. Was it? And it was fast. Was it? Yeah. It was like the daddy long legs don't seem that fast to me. But uh, this yeah. guy was scurrying like a horror movie. Yeah. I've never seen a daddy long legs in motion ever. <laughs> like, you know, like, have you ever seen one where it's like really moving? <laughs> yeah. Like I've only ever seen them staying completely still. It's true, So they Joey. just don't bother me as yeah. much. But yeah, the big gross ones, I... Ugh. Kill, vacuum, set it on fire, whatever it takes at that time. (laughs) Sammy's daughter, River, is three. And you said that she's sort of just discovered that spiders are gross to her. Yeah, she's entered the phase where, oh my gosh, there's a bug. I can't go in there. She's freaking out. Yeah, so like there's tons of spiders in our house. We basically live in like, it it looks like a tree house outside. So many, (laughs) so many trees all around us. So yeah, our our house is totally full of spiders and Mm. it is... Not a fun time right now to put her to bed because it's just like, I see this, I see that. Mm-hmm. I feel, yeah, I feel this, I feel that. Oh, that's me. I don't know. That's just me. I was like, kid, you got to get over it. That's just life. So do you think like that has just become a thing where, is that a stalling tactic? I saw a bug, so I don't Ooh. want, so I don't want to, I'm I, like, I, th- I saw a bug in my room. Like, you know, kids, they just, Maybe. when they decide that like, oh, I don't want to go to bed. So they've got like a whole bunch of reasons. They'll give you a whole list yes. of reasons why oh, yeah. they take yes. some time or whatever go to bed. Is River in like daycare or preschool or anything? Yes, she is. Because I remember when I was a kid, do you always hear the story about the spider that crawled into the person's ear and then laid eggs? Oh, oh my gosh. That made you right? so afraid. So I'm like, maybe someone's relaying that story to River and that's why she's so afraid. I thought it was they crawled into your mouth and you choked. Ah. Oh, I've never heard that one. Yeah. Apparently we swallow a certain amount of spiders every single that is year. A, that's an urban myth. That does, that's not true. I'm Googling it right yeah, now. Yeah, it's not. You, it. you don't think you, you think you just sleep through the night, you've swallowed a spider and you have no idea? I'm Maybe. Checking. Maybe they're little ones. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what's this in my teeth? And you're yeah. like picking out a leg. leg. Okay, no. That's not, it's wrong. It's a big urban myth. You don't swallow any spiders. Hold on. Okay. It's not according to The Guardian. That's what, oh. Yeah. What, is, what does it say? 
It's an urban legend. <laughs> You're listening to the Nat and Drew Show. And a couple in L.A. were cleaning out their parents' basement last year when they found at least a million pennies in a crawl space. That's around $10,000. But the crazy thing is, they can't take it anywhere. No banks will accept them. Just take it to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Bags of pennies. Yeah, put it in the line. Cha- in that, you know, those, those change machines. Yes. The cha- the, you know, the, oh. it would, I mean, there's probably a little fee that you would have to pay on it. And you probably have to go... A few times. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like we've got a solution for them. Uh, yeah, I just think it's so gross. Like, nothing is grosser than pennies. Like, the most disgusting thing that I could find in an attic or, like, in my parents' house would be a bunch of pennies. I'd rather find a million spiders. Why? Okay, I, I'm going to tell you right now, the grossest thing that you could find in somebody's attic is not pennies. Yuck. If you find a body. Yeah. That's, no, that's gross. Grandma. No, yeah. that's all right. I'd rather that's find a body <laughs> and a bunch of pennies. Yuck. Honestly. Gross. This is the Nat and Drew Show. Move 1035. Wheel of... Dad always say that they don't get gifts like moms get gifts on Mother's Day. Father's Day is kind of like we don't put a lot of thought into it. I don't know if that's True, true, but going with that, uh, we've come up with the wheel of want, want, want. So there are uh, some traditional Father's Day prizes on the wheel, and then the little spot for concert tickets. This morning, it's Nickelback up for grabs. Lee is our dad that's going to play. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. What is the best Father's Day gift you've ever received? A can cup that looks like me. Uh, uh, sorry, a, 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 sorry, a what that looks like you? Like a, uh, the kids made a uh, cup uh, that's like uh, like wrote pencils and stuff like that. A pen. Okay. Like that. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I think that's the best thing I've ever done. Oh, oh yeah. so g- clearly you're gonna spin this wheel and you'll probably get something even better, <laughs> yeah. right? So because I also get- tickets. <laughs> the Nickelback to- No, you don't want because here's here we Lee. I just want to run these down again because we've got on this wheel. We've got um, an I love to fart mug that you could win, <laughs> a no-name aftershave, <laughs> tofu steak, a Billy Bass fish, you know, those singing fish, um, oh, underpants, <laughs> just a belt, uh, and then we also have macaroni art that we made from the show. <laughs> so, uh, and then also Nickelback concert tickets. So, Lee, are you ready? Lee, your phone connection is terrible. So bad. It's, it's like, where are you calling, where are you calling from? <laughs> but Sammy is going to spin the wheel. Sammy, uh, fingers crossed for you, Lee. Here we go. Oh, it is a big mouth Billy Bass. Yeah. These are art. And yeah. then so you're gonna put them. You're gonna find a nice place to put this up on your wall, Lee. Congratulations, the Billy Bass singing fish uh, for you as we head into Father's Day weekend. Congrats! Thanks. Are you? I'm sure you, you have no words. That's fine. <laughs> Guess what? We're gonna do it every single day this week. Yay! Yay! You're waking up with the Nat and Drew show. Okay, here we go. Now, here's the scoop. Netflix started cracking down on password sharing back on May 23rd. We now have some details as to how it's going. A lot of people said, well, if you do that, I will leave you, Netflix. 
I'm angry that I can't share my password with whomever I want. Mm-hmm. So the new data, this is the first six days is what they have data of, of like what happened to Netflix after they started cracking down and saying you can't share your password. Well, uh, they averaged 73,000 new signups per day. Okay. They did lose some people, but the new signups like more than made up for sure. the people that left. It's like when you're, when you're buying a car and you're like, if I don't get this deal, I will walk. Yeah. And then they're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've been using my sister's Netflix password for a decade. Yeah. I guess I can grow up and get it myself. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, I think I think it was quite brilliant of Netflix. They bullied and guess what? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's I think it's fair to ask for you've got a service that you're providing. It's fair to ask for compensation. Like none of us would want to, you know, work for free. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean, it's it's a bit yeah, I get it's a big company. Who's it hurting? And but it is that the, what for me is always to Joey's point the threat of I will walk. Yes. Like yeah. we've tried that with different things. Like I remember one time we were negotiating or trying to negotiate for like a coffee table in a furniture store because we, <laughs> we, we no that's we, a new one. We yeah. know we'd been told that you can like ask for you know like, like people have successfully got into a store and even though that's the sticker price that you can say what's your best deal like what's your what's your best offer yeah and they're like ma'am the Ikea head office sets the prices <laughs> yes. we don't I don't have anything to do with this exactly it's like I will walk yeah. then <laughs> and they're like fine because look at this lineup <laughs> it's busy uh, Jennifer Aniston says she can't stand being told that she looks great for her age she sees it as a very backhanded compliment. She says this is a new interview that she's given to Vogue magazine says, quote, it drives me bananas. That's a habit of there's a habit in society that we have these markers like, well, you're at this stage. So for your age, you look good. And I don't even understand what that means. She's like, I'm in better shape than I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And I feel better in mind, body and spirit. For me, it feels all 100 percent hmm. better. And I think that's fair. Like she has been, I mean, obviously always beautiful but she's really been into fitness like in the like latter part of her life thus far absolutely i mean she has definitely in my opinion gotten more attractive mm-hmm. like way more is it because she got rid of the rachel haircut maybe <laughs> although i did sort of love that i wanted it for myself bring it back bring, bring back the rachel yeah you can do it Aaron. Yes, yes. the scoop weekdays at 7 20 and 9 20 move 1035 It's Nat and Drew's $1,000 Minute. Brought to you by Alpine Credits, where homeowners get approved. It's Dad's Week on the $1,000 Minute as we lead up to Father's Day, which is coming up on Sunday. Manly is our contestant this morning. He's our dad. You've got two kids, Manly? Yes. Their ages? Six and eight. Six and eight. So you you have a busy household. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, in, In Father's Day's past uh have you received good gifts well i think the best thing is always breakfast in bed oh okay nice i thought you were just gonna say the best thing ever is just being a dad oh they're gonna say being left alone, <laughs> being left alone. Well, that's, a, that's a given yeah. yeah all right manly let's get you a thousand dollars from us for father's day okay thank you all right one minute on the clock we'll ask you 10 questions you get all 10 right that thousand dollars is yours if not it is ten dollars for each correct answer you give us if you don't know the answer to something say pass and if there's time we'll come back to it the moment you give us an answer it counts you can't take it back you good Sounds good all right let's do it here we go in three two one who played the terminator Schwarzenegger. what profession is mary poppins 
Chimney sweep. What animal was Black Beauty? Horse. If you're using the terms mulligan and bogey, what sport are you playing? Golf. True or false, poison ivy is plant cousins with the cashew tree. False. The car company Mazda originated in what country? Japan. When, when does summer arrive, June 20th or the 21st? 21st. True or false, North Vancouver was originally called Moodyville. Pass. Bogota is the capital of what country? Colombia. Finish the title of this J-Lo song, If You Had My Blank. Love. True or false, North, Moody, North Vancouver was originally called Moodyville. True. All right, yes. Yeah, we'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, um, it took me seven seconds to say the question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so you knew right away Schwarzenegger. That was great. So that's true. He played the Terminator. Now, Mary Poppins. She's not a chimney sweep. <laughs> that was her buddy, uh, Dick Van Dyke, whatever his character's yeah, name was. Chim, chimney, chim, chimney, chim, chim, chiru. Anyway, no, she was the nanny. She didn't clean this chimney. She just. She was the nanny. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't think she even came through the chimney, right? She just floated in. Yes, that's right. She was a very proper lady. She wouldn't be in a chimney. Covered in soot. And then Poison Ivy, Plant Cousins to Cashew Tree. That actually is true. I have found historic than the thousand dollar minute if something sounds completely outrageous usually it's true <laughs> uh, and then you got the next two right uh, actually then you got the next five right yeah yeah so then with all that we have eight right yes and 80 bucks nice Timmy, Timmy sweeps and cashews who That's knew right. there you go so you learned something this morning manly <laughs> and you got 80 dollars <laughs> thanks so much oh. for playing thank you the Nat Andrew Show We'll do it again, same time tomorrow. Remember, it's Dad's Week all this week on the $1,000 Minute. We'll play at 735, brought to you by Alpine Credits, where homeowners get approved. This is the Nat and Drew Show. Today's best variety of 103.5. The new poll has asked, would you rather be 30% smarter or 90% more attractive? 53% of us chose attractive. 46% went with brains. I'm, I'm finding this hard to, to figure out because I thought it'd be 30 and 30, but now you're giving me the 30, 90. Mm. Yeah, like mm. I would definitely, if I can be 90, 90% more attractive. But does anybody need to be that much more attractive? Like 90%? Is that even too, is that too much? Well, and, uh, you guys, just remember there's also the one where you're going to be smarter, right? And then your everything about your life is going to be better. Mm. Th- I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know, think yeah. smart is better than attractive in our society, no? I, I, think, I think sadly, well, like if you're really beautiful, it's just easy. And I don't think 30% of me being smarter gets me to the level where people are like, wow. Yeah. Like, I'm not invent. Like, I'm not the next. If I'm 30% smarter, I'm not the next Steve Jobs still. <laughs> That's right. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. But if yeah. I'm 90% more attractive. Who knows? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Honestly. You're waking up with the Nat and Drew show. Okay, here we go. Now, here's the scoop. It seems like a lot of famous people are trying Ozempic these days to lose weight, but nobody is fessing up. Nobody's actually using it, but yet there's no supply. Amy Schumer is tired of it. On a new episode of Watch What Happens Live, she said this. Everybody lying. Everyone's like, a smaller portion. Like, shut up. <laughs> right, right. You're on Ozempic or one of those things. Or we, Just stop. Yes. Be, be real with the people. Right. When I got lipo, I was like, I got lipo. Right. Okay. 
It is true. There is a huge thing right now where there's so many people have these, um, you know, the before and after kind of thing. And the after is like, you know what? I just really mm-hmm. uh, do, do stopped putting sugar in my coffee. That's and, right. That's right. <laughs> and look at the cheese. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Stopped eating uh-huh. after seven. And wow. Look, and, you know, and it's, and obviously Ozempic is a drug for diabetes. Actually, that is, that is the supply of it has in the States in particular has been a problem. And a lot of the blame has gone on to like you know celebrities and rich people who want to try it but uh yeah no it's great when she's like just tell the truth yeah i got lipo and that's why i'm half my size yeah yeah yeah. i remember um i don't know if they still sell them but there used to be those um maybe they they probably don't i think they were like they were like caffeine pills but they were weight. I think they were weight loss pills. It was a Dexatrim, yes, or something. Yes, that was kind of like. But it was. But it was just over the. I mean, counter. I don't know. <laughs> it's over the counter. That's what I meant. And you just go. You know, you'd like have like Dexatrim and SlimFast and all that stuff or whatever. <laughs> of course, like, this is sort of a next level of that. We've all. You know, we've always been seeking the easiest way. Yeah. Yeah. So to Dexa- somehow lose weight if it's the same one so dexedrine is an a, it's a medication for ADHD De- oh, it's, uh, it's not it, well it would have been uh, not as strong as that okay because there's that one and people will use that as well because it's it's an appetite suppressant okay and so they'll take that yeah. to just suppress their appetite and then uh, I did something once called um, the uh, grapefruit and hot dog diet oh gross <laughs> I think it was grapefruit, ice cream, yes. and hot dogs. Am I right? Yes. I mean, what yes. are you talking you about? You have like <laughs> half a grapefruit, and then later in the day, yeah. you have like two hot dogs yes. and some broccoli. It was the cardiac diet. <laughs> no, Remember? No, I don't think it was called that. I think it, was, it wasn't It was for your heart. No, but it was like before you go in to get heart surgery, you had to lose weight or something. So it was like... But you would eat hot dogs? Because uh, you lose all this weight. Anyway, I know exactly the one you mean. Yeah. I know. Ice cream, grapefruit, hot, hot dogs. dogs. There you go. That's You don't need Ozempic. No. no. <laughs> things that you need. <laughs> All right. Well, this is such a weird celebrity couple. This is the one that surprised everybody last week. Khalees and Bill Murray. Khalees breaking her silence on the Bill Murray dating rumors, kind of. Um, so if you don't know who Khalees is, let's reset for you. She sang this song. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right. It's She's 43. He's 72. They've been spotted hanging out at a lot of her shows together, both in the U.S. and the U.K. Over the weekend, Khalees posts a pic on Instagram. It's of her in a bikini. Lots of fans commenting on different things. And one fan wrote, Ma'am, would you care to address these Bill Murray allegations? Because, damn, what's he doing with all that? And, like, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. Love it. Her reply, LOL, no, babe, I wouldn't bother at all. And so now the big thing is, what does she mean? She wouldn't bother addressing the rumors, wouldn't bother to date Bill Murray. Like, Ooh, what is it? I love it. What is it? I think it'd be strange for Bill Murray to be a big Khalees fan, to be at all her shows. If he so, was not dating her? If he her? wasn't dating her, yeah. Like, I think it's just, maybe, maybe, maybe he's just a groupie. Maybe he's just mm-hmm. a big, big fan. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like I I kind of I see what you're saying. And I I basically like I agree. But I do think that, um, you know, they kind of sort of they met through mutual friends. They both have suffered some losses in their life. And I think there's been a connection that way. So I've also said it's like potentially like a like a father daughter sort of relationship. Ew. Okay, no, 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 like in a, like a pure father daughter relationship, like Still, ew. Well, I don't get the ew, like, like platonic, you mean? Like platonic. Yeah. 
I don't mean like a daddy thing. Like I literally (laughs) mean a father-daughter, lovely, sweet relationship. Okay. Why can't that be a thing? I just don't. Do you see that with those two? Maybe. All right. Am I the I only hope one? you're right. I yeah. hope you're right. Yeah. Or if they're getting together, like, I mean, maybe Joey's right. Maybe it is the only, like, he's like, I heard about her milkshake. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I'm coming to the yard. The Scoop. Weekdays at 720, 820, and 920. Move 103.5. What is a truly delicious pizza combination? A pizza chain in Detroit asked AI to come up with a truly delicious pizza combination does ai know everything so this is the combo that ai has created would you be interested it's the chain's ranch sauce as the sauce mozzarella feta mushrooms onions green peppers black olives and tomatoes the ranch veggie pizza as created by ai wow has anyone tasted it uh they're putting it on the menu for their location. I guess it's in the States. They've got 400 locations in a whole bunch of states, and they're going to put it on as the, I mean, what, like, why wouldn't you? It's a promo thing. Well, we were recently talking about ranch dressings and, ranch dressing and the beauty of it on the show because I love it. I love ranch dressing, and Joey likes it. Oh, I love it, yeah. I don't know how you feel, Nat. I'm okay. I'm not, like, ranch's number one fan. Really? Yes, I don't... See, I I think people, it really is everyone's favorite, but then we say, no, it's balsamic and, you know, like, some, (laughs) like... yeah. But, no. Like a a homemade vinaigrette. Exactly, exactly. Like, so ranch dressing for a salad? I I would never put ranch on a salad. Oh, my God. I love it on a salad. (laughs) No, I would use it to dip zucchini sticks in. Yes, that's right. And fried foods. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I feel like ranch is for. It doesn't belong on a salad. It's so yummy on a salad in the summertime. Mm, I love it. Not a ton. I'm not talking about, like, just drenching the whole thing, but mm, a little bit. So, I'm not surprised because people do love ranch dressing. And I've never had it on a pizza. That doesn't sound super yummy to me. I'd probably prefer a tomato base with all those things on top. Mm-hmm. But I'd be open to it for sure. I think, see, the, the ranch dressing is the twist. Because yes. that pizza is a veggie pizza. Yes, the only twist is the ranch dressing. Yeah. Now, I don't know about ranch dressing hot, though. Right. right? Sitting on a hot base yeah. versus dipping something hot into the nice, cool it, ranch. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, yeah. and its name even speaks to that. Well, a lot of times, cool ranch. Sure. So sure. what are they thinking? Uh, well, I don't know. It's AI. This is, why, this is, is this where the whole AI argument falls apart? There we go. <laughs> it's been doing other things. There it's helping us like, find cures for diseases. Potentially could overthrow humanity. Yes. But the real problem is, is that you put ranch dressing on a pizza and, you know, we're upset. Yeah. Well, well see, well, maybe this is it. This is the turning point where AI is going, oh my God, they, they fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to put ranch on their pizza and eat it. <laughs> For a full month. Yeah, yeah. Full month from a stupid yeah, unit. Yeah, yeah. This is the Nat Andrew Show. Today's best variety. Move 103.5. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Bears are out and about and getting into houses, particularly in North Vancouver, where people are leaving uh, doors and windows open because the weather's been so nice. Mm -mm. And experts are saying, hey, don't do that unless you're Mm. there to keep an eye because you could turn around and there's just a bear in your kitchen going, what's for dinner? 
Yeah, you, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fun seeing those videos every year, right? When the bear goes into the kitchen and just starts rumbling around. I can just imagine though, where you're like, okay, oh my god, there's a bear in my house, but also like, st- like how how messy is this about to get? Like how much destruction is about to happen now before I can get the bear or you know authorities can get the bear out of there? Now, of course, like the first steps are always to make sure that your house is does not like is not attractive to bears in the first place. And one of the things is to Bears hate hate the smell of pine. Hmm. So if you spray pine cleaner, like on your garbage cans, on your um, your green bins, all those things, it will help keep bears away. I did not know that. No, I didn't either. It's like one of the tips from some bear experts. You CTV think they talk. would love the smell of right? pine. Right, of yeah. all the smells, like they live in the woods. That's yeah. right. Like, it's so strange. Yeah, I, maybe it's because it's the artificial, like the chemical, like pine saw is a different smell than being like in the woods. I've heard also ammonia smells, like I would sp- uh, spray Windex uh, on our garbage cans and stuff like that before we would put them out for a pickup. I interrupted you. You said CTV spoke with experts oh, and they it was, said... It, it was just the, it was the pine, like the smell of pine. So that's one of the things you do. You, you we, we, I think we've heard that like for the smelliest of the green bin stuff to try to keep it in your freezer right before you put it out. Oh. Um, but the things that I just, the way that they are approaching like the kind of what you should be saying to a bear if you are faced with a bear. Like if you're out in the woods... And you're faced with a bear. You run into a bear. You've surprised each other. You're supposed to say, or you're supposed to talk to the bear. It doesn't. It's more about tone than it is words. But the example is like, "Hey, bear, I see you there." So I don't know if you guys want to repeat that. <laughs> hey, 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 bear, bear. I see. You I there. see you there. Okay. Well, now you seem weak. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm. Let's just be real. Yeah. You, gotta be, you gotta be more calm. You're more like, "Hey, bear, I see you there." Hey, bear. I see. I see. I see you there. This is as Erin has pushed one of her children. It's better believe it. It's been a slice, Charlotte. Yeah. You seem fast, and the only way I can beat you is if I take you out. Yes. Uh, Now, if the bear is on your property and you're still from a distance, you're supposed to be more aggressive. Okay. That's a tone thing. They said very much like other animals, bears respond to tone. Right. So it's like, hey, bear, off you go. Uh That's quite enough. That is, uh, I've had enough out of you. (laughs) Hey, hey, bear. (laughs) Hey, bear. Please, please, please get out of my house. As you're sobbing uncontrollably. Get get off my property. (laughs) Are you more like... Hey, hey, Steve, could you come here a second? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte's gone. Yeah. Now I've got to do Steve. Ainsley will be last. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the Nat and Drew Show's Throwback Throwdown. Two show members battling it out with two throwbacks. And today, this is the first time this matchup has ever happened. It is the battle of the producers. Assistant producer Sammy is looking to make it three wins in a row. That's officially a streak if she does. You're the returning champ. Your song? My song, I I chose one of the most incredible powerhouse singer-songwriters of all time. It's Cyndi Lauper. All through the night. We have no past. We Joey is the challenger, 
And, you know, when we look at the record, uh, Joey tends to have the most wins under his belt, or he's always sort of at the top. And definitely if he doesn't have the most wins, he acts like he has the most wins. <laughs> it's, like, it's more of an attitude. Yeah, sorry, it's a winning and, uh, attitude. Yeah. But you are the challenger. I wanted to do another sing-along song, because today's going to be a nice day. I threw out for a drive or whatever. He wanted to put the windows down. Especially, like, on a Monday, everyone's working, quote-unquote, working from home. Mm-hmm. Go for a drive, put the windows down, and sing along to this song. Okay, so if you want to hear Cindy Lauper, text the word Sammy with an I to uh, 103535. If you want to hear Boys to Men. No, all for one. All for one. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Whatever Joey picks. If you want to hear that, text the word Joey uh, with Y to 103535. Aaron. Aaron. This is tricky because I don't want either of them to to get too big for their britches. (laughs) Sammy's about to be on a streak. Joey always thinks he's number one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm. I like to think I'm number one. Okay, this is not about us at all or you. (laughs) Which song? Uh, Cindy. Yeah, sisterhood. You know the sisterhood. Oh, <laughs> sorry, dude. It's a great oh. song too. Great song. Um, I am gonna go Cindy Lauper too. Hey, yeah. because it's because it's a good song. Oh yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah. How can you not love a woman who says, "What am I? A car?" When asked about her age, like that's the best. The best. Yeah. Best quote. Best songs. All right, so um, yeah, I, 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 the sisterhood. I use that to my advantage when I'm trying to convince Aaron no. to vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like pegged into that, like you know, where restricted. But I just I prefer that song. But it's not about what Aaron and I prefer. Technically, Aaron and my votes don't even count this morning. It's your votes. If you want to hear Cindy Lauper, text one zero three five. Text Sammy at one zero three five three five. If you want to hear All for One, text the word Joey to one zero three five three five. We will play the winner after Avril Lavigne on Move. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the Nat and Drew Show's Throwback Throwdown. And the winner is... Two show members picking two throwbacks. Only one makes it because of your votes. Sammy, the assistant producer, It's uh, she's on a bit of a streak trying to make a three in a row. Your song? I picked Cindy Lauper all through the night. We have no past. We won't reach back. Is the challenger this morning, and I wanted to go with one of the ultimate sing-along songs from All for One. I swear, I swear, by the moon and the stars in the sky. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I love, I, I love it. <laughs> When you guys text in more than just who you're voting for, but uh, you text in like some some of your thoughts and feelings. Uh, also, please feel free to leave your name when you text us so we can mention you. But this person, I, this is my favorite text. None. I can't, <laughs> I can't vote for either. Both terrible songs. I'm sorry, but if I had to pick, I'd choose, I'd choose Sammy. I'll take it. Oh, okay. I think that's an abstain. I think we so, count that as no, an abstention. No, so at the end of the day, you did vote. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, we got somebody here for Joey. Okay, despite the fact that you're not impressed with the beautiful city of Toronto, my vote is Joey. <laughs> and then from Sherm in Burnaby, Sherm says, Sammy, All Through the Night is a great song. I swear is one of the worst romance songs oh, ever. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, with 60% of your vote, it goes to Sammy. Oh, yes. Cindy Lauper. Yes. All through the night on Move.